Welcome back to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of every week to allow space for God to move in our heart and speak into our lives. Today we're continuing on the topic of emotions. Now if you didn't tune in last week, I want to encourage you to maybe hit pause on this one, go back and listen because we started by talking about simply identifying our emotions. We talked about the emotion wheel and I also talked just briefly about what emotions are and why we should embrace them and really why they're not our enemy. Today, we're going to dig into feeling your emotions. And then next week, we'll talk about expressing them and especially expressing them to those around you in a way that's healthy and helpful. These short talk therapy sessions, I really try hard not to do a whole bunch of teaching with them, but I do want to give you just a few nuggets of information before we allow space for God to show us what feelings we might need to be leaning into today, okay? So I want to start by just reading you something that I read in one of my books. The book itself is called Eight Keys to Recovery from an Eating Disorder. And this book has all kinds of great information in it, but one particular chapter that I want to highlight to you today. Now, the title of this chapter goes perfectly with what we're talking about today, and it's called Feel Your Feelings, Challenge Your Thoughts. Now, I want you to know that here in a few weeks, we're going to dive into thoughts because your feelings, your thoughts, and your actions, they are all tied together. And it's kind of like this little cycle. And sometimes we have to look at each of these elements separately to figure out where the cycle needs to be broken. Oftentimes, our thoughts do affect our feelings. Then our feelings affect our urges and our urges affect our actions. There's this whole little chain of events that happens. But today, we're just diving into the feelings part. Let me read you a little blurb of what this book said, because this is not my words. It says, many people want to avoid or get rid of their feelings and they get upset when they can't. The truth is that you can't control your feelings, but you can control how you perceive them, express them, or diffuse them, and what you do about them. Getting down on yourself for having certain feelings is a waste of energy and will only make you feel worse. I really love how they said that, that getting down on yourself for feeling a certain way, it's a waste of energy and it only makes you feel worse. Because you might remember last week we did talk about how if you don't feel your feels, right, and then you don't identify them, you don't feel them, and you don't express them, they don't just disappear. It doesn't work that way. They will erupt somehow and usually it's in very awkward and inopportune ways. Now that I've just talked to you a bit about how important it is that we allow ourselves to feel those feelings, again, I want to remind you of this powerful truth that if we won't allow ourselves to feel some of these negative emotions, then why would you allow yourself to feel positive things, okay? If you won't allow yourself to feel sad when something upsets you, then why would you allow yourself to feel happy when you're having a good time with family? So it's really important that we begin this process of identifying and then feeling those things. So let's just take a moment here today. I'm just going to create some space For you, if you have that emotion wheel in front of you, you can look at it. If not, just close your eyes wherever you're at. Hopefully you're not driving. (laughs) And I would love for you to think about, you're welcome to think of a past event, but really I would love for us just to kind of focus in on even a recent event. It could be something that seemed so small, like, and really in your mind, maybe even little. And maybe you did feel a little bit silly that something upset you. Maybe it was something a friend said 
Maybe somebody who you thought would remember you on your birthday didn't. You know this list could go on for a while. If you're married, maybe your spouse did something that upset you and you're thinking, why did that bother me so badly? Chances are when small things bother us really badly, it's probably because things have been building for a while and we haven't let ourselves feel that. And then we haven't let ourselves express that in a healthy way. We're going to talk about next week expressing things in a healthy way. And so all of a sudden, something that seems so small is it really means a big deal to you. And first of all, I want you to know no two people are alike. I cannot tell you how you're supposed to feel about something. That's only between you And God, you are an individual, you are unique, and it is okay that you feel a certain way. What we do want to do is if we allow ourselves this healthy view of emotion. So if I could see you face to face, when I speak on this topic of emotions, I take these real big, silly emoji faces and I'll hold them up and it makes people laugh. But one of the reasons why I like to use those emojis is because I'm trying to break this cycle of us thinking that emotions are our enemy and they're scary and they're bad and oh my goodness, we can't, emotions are just creepy, right? Like I I feel like there's two camps of people. Either you are overly emotional and, you know, wear all your emotions on the sleeve of your shirt or you feel nothing. I personally land more in that camp of feeling nothing. I spent years being numb and stuffing emotions. So if you could see me, I would be holding up a big goofy, some kind of emoji in front of you. And I would say, it's okay to feel those things, but we're going to do it in a safe and controlled manner so that you are the ones that is deciding what to do with these feelings. You get to sit in them for a moment and then you get to say, what are we going to do with this? So if you're able to go ahead and close your eyes, I want you to ask God to just bring to mind something that maybe was done or said recently that it provoked some emotion in you. Feel free to pause me if you need to. And once you have that in mind, I want you to ask God and even just reflect personally on what emotions came up. What did you feel when that happened? Now, a running joke in the counseling world is, you know, counselors always ask you, how did that make you feel? And there's a reason that's a question that's asked often, because oftentimes at the root of that feeling, that feeling is really just an expression of what's happening in your heart. And so go ahead and say that out loud. If you're able to right now, I felt sad whenever my friend forgot to call me. And then allow yourself to sit in that sadness for a minute. Again, if you want to do this is sadness as an example, because it's just a universal emotion that we all know about. There are thousands of emotions. So whatever that emotion is that came to mind, maybe it's happy. Emotions are remembered. They're not all negative. They're just expressions. They're just kind of telling us what's happening in our heart. But sit in that. Here's the cool thing about sitting in a feeling, though. When you're sitting somewhere, think about this for a second. When I sit down in my living room, that doesn't mean I am deciding I'm living there for the rest of my life. It means for a moment, sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's a whole hour. Hey, sometimes I'll lay on my couch all day, right? (laughs) On my Sabbath days, I'm glued to that couch, but I never stay there. So it is okay to sit in those feelings momentarily. It's even better if we'll say, hey, God, come sit with me in this feeling. All the feelings too, not just the sadness, all the feelings. Let God come walk alongside you. Father God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they want to be a part of your journey of the feelings. So now that you're saying, okay, I'm going to sit here, would you just 
Say, God, I would love if you came and sat with me in this and ask him if he wants to show you anything in this. Ask him if he wants to talk to you about anything. Or maybe you guys just see to sit together. That's between you two. So now that we've sat with those emotions, and again, this is a short podcast, I would highly recommend you take some time out of your day today to actually do this. Not listening to me, not listening to any other teaching or podcast or whatever, really sitting in silence or even maybe some worship music on and feeling these things. Most likely, especially if you're praying when you're feeling these things, you'll often feel a release like, okay, I feel better. That's why an ugly cry sometimes is so helpful because you're like, okay, I feel like I released it. Then we're going to say, okay, we can even talk to these emotions. This might sound crazy, but even say, sadness, thank you that you helped me to grieve the loss of that friend or whatever it is. Now you can go and I'm going to be on my way. And you're literally parting ways with sadness now because you don't need sadness anymore. You processed whatever that thing was and now you've let it go. I also highly recommend journaling during this time. Oftentimes the Lord will show you things that you can write down and you can remember and you can start to see patterns. So Father, we thank you that feelings and emotions were your idea. We thank you that they are not the enemy. We thank you that they are merely signals of what's happening in our heart. So I pray that every single person who's sitting under the sound of my voice would be able to lean into their emotions and their feelings. They would not be afraid of them that you'd show them things in their heart that you'd like to uproot and you'd like to restore. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, that's all for today. Please come back next Monday as we talk about expressing those feelings. I will see you back here Wednesday for an interview on Real Talk with Rachel.